At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. At the beginning of 2021, I released a really important episode all about setting intentions, goal setting, and planning as we headed into this year. And I released that episode on my personal podcast called The Beautiful Climb. If you're not familiar with The Beautiful Climb, it is a podcast that I created a few years ago where I toy with and play around with personal development, sharing more of my story, and kind of experimenting with different topics outside of branding and marketing and running a business. Of course, there's a bit of a crossover because I am a business owner and that plays such a big role in my life. But the beautiful climb has always been kind of my experimental baby. And people always ask me, you know, when are you releasing new episodes? And I can't really answer that question because I have no idea. That podcast is very much based on full-on inspiration and ideas that I get. And this particular episode that I released in January of 2021 was really popular. In fact, it's one of my most popular episodes. And I think the reason for that is because my approach to planning and goal setting is very different than what a lot of individuals teach, how I have a very intentional approach to planning out my year, not just, you know, guessing and just saying, oh, this would be nice or basing it off of what I'm seeing other people do. And so I got such great feedback from this particular episode that I wanted to share it with all y'all. The Brand Mary podcast was not around at the beginning of this year. I launched this podcast in middle of this year, around June of 2021. And so many of you might not have heard this particular episode. So since we're in full-on repurpose mode right now, and I am just giving you replay after replay after replay the past few weeks, I wanted to share this with you. Now, when you're listening to this episode, I will obviously be referencing the year ahead, 2021, and while we are heading into 2022 now, the foundational pieces in what I'm teaching is going to be the same. How you approach going into the new year and how you really take on that first quarter, I believe, sets a tone for the year to come. And as many of you will most likely, if you aren't already, be planning out your 2022 next next week, I wanted to give you this episode so you could listen to it before you start that process so you can be more intentional with your desires, with your goals, and ultimately your habits, how you're going to make it all happen. So again, this episode originally aired on the Beautiful Climb podcast. If you ever want to hear more about personal development and my approach to that, you can definitely tune in there. New episodes will be happening eh, sometime in 2022, but <laughs> if there's one thing I'm consistent with, it's definitely my, my Brand Mary content. So new episodes of Brand Mary will continue on Thursdays into the new year, and this is where you can get all the branding and marketing advice. But like I said, this episode was really good. It was one of my most popular episodes of 2021, and I want to share it with you. So as we dive into this episode, again, please 
Keep in mind that I will be referencing 2021 and you can just sub it for 2022 in your brain. And again, what I'm teaching and what I'm sharing applies no matter what year it is. I use the same process every single year and I have been for multiple years. I can't wait to hear your takeaways from this episode. Be sure to connect with me over on Instagram at Michelle Knight Co. and share your intentions, share your takeaways, and share how you're going to head into the new year planning a little differently. So I love planning. I'm about to spit some stuff at you. Some of you are going to know what I'm talking about. Some of you are going to go to Google and Instagram and your eyes will be completely open, right? I'm a Virgo, right? We all know our horoscopes. I'm a Virgo. We are goal setters. We are planners. I am in um, Enneagram 8. We are challengers, right? We like get stuff done as me snapping. My husband's going to kill me if that extra noise. So it's like, I've always said it's kind of been ingrained in me since I was a little kid. And I legit was that little girl who would write down her goals on index cards every single year. And I would write down these goals of all the things I wanted to do and schoolwork and all of this stuff. I've always been very goal oriented. It comes very naturally to me. And I would write this, I'd be so excited, and then I'd put those index cards in a box, and then that was it. That was it. (laughs) There was no checking in. There was no, you know, what I know today to be daily habits to help me achieve those goals. And, um, And I think for a lot of people, that is goal setting, right? That is planning. So many people go into it, they've got their stuff, but then they don't think about like, but how do I actually get there? And what is the point of this plan? Like, am I deeply rooted in these things or are these just things I'm checking off a list? And then a lot of people, myself included for many years, go into it like gung-ho. And then about like mid-February, early March, it's just like in the crapper. (laughs) Like, I don't even remember what I'm doing. And when I started my business, I had to start looking at goal setting and planning in a completely different way. And as I was doing that in my business, I started to also do it in my personal life. And I've noticed over the past five years and the things that I'm going to share with you in this episode that I've not only reached my goals, but I've done it in a way that feels really good. Like rather than feeling like, well, I just got to go. I got to check that box. I'm just doing this because I have to do this. I've been really rooted in the reason that I'm doing it and also taking those daily actions, also known as habits, to get there. And so rather than sitting here and being like, this is the planner to use and this is how to do this, I want to share with you some of those different ways of actually thinking about goal setting and planning with, you know, the intent that this will help you feel more confident in setting your goals and your plans for the year, feeling more connected to these plans and these goals, and knowing that you're taking those daily actions, because that's really the key, right? No matter if it's a goal you want to achieve this year, 10 years, or just like a life dream that you have, if you're not taking action, it doesn't happen. The action is really where everything happens. And that's really one of my core values with my company, in my personal life, with this podcast, is to really emphasize the action taking. 
Because that's where the uncomfortable stuff happens. That's where the discomfort happens. That's where we have to step outside of, you know, our zone. It's where many of us don't want to go, but it's essential. And so what I want you to remember is that when you're setting these goals, when you're setting these plans, and, and this is coming from a recovering perfectionist. So I know what it's like <laughs> to set that stuff and be like fixated, like in a very unhealthy way on it. And again, I think that's another reason why I had to really shift how I went about this method because the way that I was doing it before was very unhealthy. It comes down to having a direction. And that's what I really want you to think about when it comes to planning and goal setting. This isn't the end all be all. Things are going to shift. Things are going to change. I don't know many people except for maybe like, you know, company income growth or something like that where it's like, that's the goal and that's always the goal. Because life happens. And one of the questions that I got on Instagram when I asked everybody, like, are there any questions that you have about the podcast for this particular episode? There was a question that came up about, like, the uncertainty from COVID, especially from an industry perspective, that if things are still uncertain or if you're a full-time traveler and there's uncertainty there or if you're not back at work, right, and there's uncertainty there, like, how... Does that affect your planning? And I've got to say it doesn't. Not when you go about it this way. Because when you really think about the plan or the goal as just being the direction, it gives you flexibility. It gives you permission to change course if necessary. It gives you permission to move things around. But you're not aimlessly wandering around wondering what you should be focusing on or how you're going to improve your business or your life or your relationships or anything like that. You've got a clear direction. And that's really how I look at goal setting and planning. And, and one of the things I encourage you to switch in your mindset around those pieces if you don't already look at it that way. So we have this idea in mind, right? We've got this direction. So we're not just throwing spaghetti at the wall all the time or getting to the end of another year and saying, well didn't do the things that I kind of wanted to do. And of course, those pieces will happen. Nobody's perfect. And if you're like me, you like, you go big or go home. So sometimes I'll make some really big goals that I'm like, this is really stretching it, but like, let's see what happens. Like when I make a goal to read a bunch of books in a year, it's not going to happen. One year, one year it's going to happen and I will continue to set that goal. But it's definitely not one of those that I feel confident in. I'm just not an avid reader. Articles, marketing courses, all, I go all day on those things. But an actual book, I'm still, I'm still working on it, okay? I applaud all of you that read like four books a month. So that's an example, right? We go really, really big. Sometimes we stretch ourselves. But having this direction and intention for the year is really what it's about. Again, it's not about checking off the boxes. It's being really intentional with the things that we are choosing. So a couple of things that I want to share with you besides this whole just I could end the episode here. I feel like it would be already very beneficial. But let's talk a little bit about like yearly planning, quarterly planning and 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 just circling back to this idea of a plan again. So when it comes to yearly planning, what I really encourage you to do is look at look at this as like a big projection, right? Again, it's the direction that you're going. It's it's still measurable. It's still specific. We're not just like lottie dotty and around. We're still, we're following our, our SMART goals, right? And, but they're bigger, right? They're kind of all encompassing. 
Uh, so for instance, in my business, we set very, very clear goals for the year on how much revenue we want to bring in, how many email subscribers we want to have, followers, clients, um, website traffic, right? Those are some measurable goals. I'm not saying how we're going to get there. That comes next. It's just these these big goals, big picture goals that we want to reach. Maybe it's, you know, write six chapters in a book. Maybe you want to start a podcast. Maybe you're like me and every single year you're like, I'm going to be healthy. This is like always an intention of mine. And, you know, maybe whatever that looks like for you. So these are just bigger projections, And that's really what you want to focus on at a yearly basis. Now, some people go into the yearly and they're way too in the nitty gritty. And I think that's where it's harder to change course because you're so obsessed with how you're going to get there. You've like mapped out exactly how it's going to happen. And you're like, this is it. This is the only way that when you have to change course, whether it's, you know, because you want to change course or some outside force impacting you to change course like COVID or something, it's hard to let go of that. You're like so attached to how it's going to happen. What I want you to start thinking about is the yearly goal being more of like the the what's going to happen and why you want it to happen, right? Getting emotionally invested in that goal, feeling really grounded in that goal, but not so much the how on the yearly level. That's where the second tier of quarterly planning comes in. Now, quarterly planning if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner, you know, even corporate, right? You ha- you set these quarterly plans that move you towards the big goal. But I do this in my life as well. Like I love a good 90-day assessment. Again, kind of nerd when it comes to goal setting and planning. But I think it's really powerful to check in with yourself. I mean, let's say you have a goal to pay off debt, right? Let's say you want to pay off $10,000 this year in debt. Well, It's important to check in every 90 days to see the type of progress that you're making. Because let's say January through March, you're like getting it, okay? You did like $5,000, yes, 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 oh my gosh, you're like ahead. And then, you know, the next quarter, you notice that there's like a little bit of a lull. Well, you can still look and say, okay, we're still on course to hit this, right? And then you can make adjustments for Q3 and Q4. So I love this idea of really checking in with yourself, circling back and reassessing every quarter. And not only is that really, really powerful because it's timely. So again, we talked about those people who create the how and they've mapped it out and it's like, so this is exactly how it's gonna happen for four quarters, but like life gets in the way right? So as life happens and you're checking in every 90 days, you can adjust your plans. So one of the things that I love to do is set this yearly big picture projection and then map out the first quarter only. So I love to say, okay, looking at my life, looking at my schedule, looking at our travels, what's happening, what's going on. These are going to be my goals for Q1. And I'm just going to focus on that. I'm not thinking too far ahead. I've got my big picture projection in front of me in my mind's eye. I'm just focusing on taking daily action, putting these habits in place. And at the end of Q1, at the end of March, I can sit down and say, all right, where are we? How'd we do? How'd I do over here? What's going well? What's not going well? What didn't happen at all? Is that still a big commitment for me? Do I want to kind of leave that aside and put my energy into these other pieces as we head into Q2? And you can make these 
these assessments and these confident decisions. And you don't find yourself so attached to the how. You know, this is something that you learn more about when it comes to manifesting, something that I've been you know, especially money manifestation, because when you start your business, you're like, please give me money any way that I can have money. (laughs) Just somehow mail me random checks. And so there's this idea that you set the intention, right? You set the goal, the projection, but you're not attached to how it unfolds. The same goes for goal setting. But we miss that because we think that like the whole idea of goal setting is having every little thing mapped out. And that's where we get stuck. So it's these quarterly projects, these specific things that move you towards your goal. But again, I really don't encourage you to get too far ahead of yourself. Focus on a quarter at a time. There have been so many times, especially in business, where I've been behind, especially those first few years. Really behind in Q1, really behind in Q2, really behind in Q3, but I'm still making progress right? I'm not just not doing anything. I'm making progress. And then we get to Q4, you know, that October comes around and I'm like, I better pick up the pace and I will make more money in those three months than I did the whole rest of the year. It wasn't because I just woke up one day and was like, oh, I guess I'll do stuff today. I had been doing the work. I'd been laying the foundation and then I could just put my foot on the gas pedal heading into the end of the year. Maybe for you, you feel that at the beginning of the year and you like to let off at the end of the year. Maybe you're big in the summer and you like to, you know, go a little bit softer on the other months. Maybe you're consistent. You'll start to really learn your own patterns and the things that work for you and the seasons that um, you're more connected to and you feel more motivated in as you do this more and more. But again, it really comes down to not being attached to exactly how it's going to unfold. It's about putting those specifics and those projects in place those daily habits, putting in the daily action to move forward, and then really evaluating every 90 days how you're doing and making adjustments as needed. And um, I mean, it's it's life-changing. And I've done this in so many different areas of my life. It's not just business, relationships, you know, date nights with my husband. How are we doing? When's the last time we have one of those, right? Are we taking time alone? Are we spending time to just watch a movie? Because no one's going anywhere, right? Time with my son. How's that doing? Am I taking intentional time every single day with him? Really assessing that. My own health, my own self-care. Business, of course, that's such a big part of, of my life as an entrepreneur. Travel, like the things that make us happy. These are all things that you can really set intentions for for the year and and check in with yourself because we we tend to find ourselves like heading into September and October and being like, what happened? Where, what, what did I do? Because we didn't set these really intentional times to check in with ourselves. So that's the biggest thing. Like planning does not have to be overly complicated. I know there's like a million templates and planners and all this other stuff online. It's a lot of noise. I have just found that coming from a place of alignment, really asking myself, what do I want? What I want in these different areas of my life, career, relationships, family, you know, self-care, self-priority, health. What do I want? Okay, let me set that projection for the year. Where do I want to be? What do I want to be experiencing on December 31st of 2021? Okay, feel really, really good about that. Now, what are my first steps? And that's Q1. What are my next steps? Q2, Q3. 
we get to Q3, what am I doing now? All right. And so much of this, like that's the planning side of it. But then there's this piece, this magical, magical piece that for years I was missing. And that is the habits. Those daily freaking habits. If you don't already know, I am obsessed with the book Atomic Habits. I actually talk all about habits in episode 14 on the podcast, so definitely check that out. It's one of our most popular episodes. The book Atomic Habits by James Clear transformed my life because I used to be really go all in, go big or go home. And the book really positioned it in a way for the first time that I could understand. You know how sometimes you know something, but then you read it or you see it and you're like, huh, wow. And it just like clicks. Okay. So he talks a lot about these daily small actions that actually lead to bigger growth over time. And this idea of good habits where bad habits are kind of, you know, moving you backwards. And if if we start to map out these daily mostly daily, it could be weekly, monthly habits, these daily actions that you're taking, people find that they hit their goals. It's not miraculous. It's action. That's all it is. It's setting the intention. It's looking and saying, what are the steps that I can take to get there? And then it's taking those daily steps. So if you haven't read that book, I I recommend it to all of my clients. Um, So Atomic Habits, I give it to all my friends. Uh, Also, episode 14 is all about habits. I won't go too much into that in this episode, but I highly recommend you check that out as well because that's really going to help you taking this daily action. But when you combine the projections, the big picture, then you start to look at, all right, what am I going to focus on in the first 90 days? And then you break it down on a really, really small level of like, what are those daily habits? It's not just projects. It's the daily habits, which when it comes to personal life, I have found that it's all about the daily habits. Business tends to be more project focused. I mean, there's definitely like, you know, daily things that you're working on, but so much of it is project focused, Uh, you know, the blog or videos or a launch. But when it comes to those personal goals, it's all about those daily habits. You know, are you moving your body every single day? What does that look like? Get specific with it. If you, you guys have probably caught on. I I love talking about health stuff. <laughs> I I take it very seriously. I want to live to like I'm like 102. And so and like a healthy 102. Okay, guys. But I really believe in those daily actions. Like how, what daily actions am I taking to to keep my health in check? Uh, you know, moving your body, working out, whatever that looks like to you. I'm a Peloton rider. So I move my body every single day. It's a habit that I have. And, you know, like I mentioned before, quality time with my son, making dinner, date nights with my husband, all these different things. These are recurring habits that I'm putting in place that are improving the quality of my life. And they're intentional. And that's what it's really, really about. That's Again, I can't say that enough. That's what goal setting and stuff is really about. So these are the big picture things. This is really all that you need. You do not have to overly complicate it. I tend to Uh, actually just write down my yearly goals in a journal. And uh, I'll write uh, personal goals, which includes like travel, some money stuff, um, any like 
intentional purchases that we want to make, uh, you know, anything involving Cal and his his learning and his development or fun things that we want to do together, our relationship, my own health, my own mental health, you know, wellness, all those different things, my family, all personal stuff. And then I have separate goals for my business. And I write them all down. And then I say, okay, what are my daily habits for my personal life? I map out all of my yearly projections in business. And I focus in on the specific things I'm doing in Q1. I'm ready to rock and roll. And then again, it's just about that daily action and checking in. So two other things that I want to share with you on this episode. Number one is that this this idea of like manifesting again is that when you make a plan, when you set this projection or this intention, you're, you're really setting out what is possible for you. You're allowing yourself to say, this is what I want. I'm going to get it. And I think as I've gotten older, I've realized that's really why I've always loved goal setting and planning. I didn't know it when I was a kid, but as I've gotten older and really the point of this freaking podcast is that if you want it, you can have it. But it's up to you to say that you want it. One of the first things that I do with my clients in my program Roadmap to Freedom is have them share their desires, have them actually write down the things that they desire for their life over the next five, 10 years. Because so often we don't think about what we actually want. We don't stop, you know, running after the kids, building our business, Zoom calls, you know, all the things, laundry, all the things that we have to do to say, what do I want? What do I want out of this one life? And you get to do that every year, at least, at least every year you have an opportunity to do that. And that's really powerful. So what you're really doing is you're not setting expectations for yourself that are unattainable, which is what old form goal setting always has been. What you're doing is you're saying, I want that. This is a desire of mine. I am worthy of that. And now I'm going to go get it. I'm going to take daily action to get to what I want. And that is really powerful. And we have a whole episode on wanting more. You can listen to that as well, of admitting your desires and how you are worthy of wanting those things. But that's really what this whole planning thing is about. It's about you saying, I want it, giving you a clear direction, sharing that with others, which is probably the hardest part, and then taking daily action. The last thing that I want to leave you with when it comes to planning and goal setting is something that I shifted a couple years ago in my business. So this is this can be applied to all areas, but I definitely think that it's super beneficial for those of you that have your own business, entrepreneurs, small business owners. And it's this idea of good, better, best. So I used to set cash revenue goals for my business. One goal, that was it. And sometimes we'd pass it sometimes we wouldn't get there and it it like it never felt good even if I was so close like even if I was like five thousand dollars away from the yearly goal I still was like oh crap you know fuck like it was a waste right because that's where, where our brain goes rather than focusing on all of the amazingness that actually happened and so one of the things that I shifted about two and a half years ago 
was this idea of good, better, best. I didn't come up with this. I'm pretty sure I heard it on some podcast somewhere. And it's about saying, all right, this is my good marker. This is my better marker. This is my best marker. And those variants can be, you know, $5,000 between. They could be $10,000, $50,000, $100,000. There's no rule here. But the idea is that you have these three tiers. Then, because I know everyone's like, well, do I plan three years? No, because you're not obsessed with the how, right? You plan for the best. So you've got a good goal, a better goal, and a best goal. When you're mapping out your projects and your specific actions and your habits, you're doing those with the intention of the best goal. And then what happens is if you reach that best goal, holy moly, guacamole, yes, 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 you're like on cloud nine. And if you fall a little bit short, guess what? You still hit your better goal. And even if you fall a little bit shorter than that, you are still at your good goal. You're a winner, and it allows us to really focus on the dedication and the work and the growth that we've experienced rather than being so fixated on the fact that we didn't hit that one number. And this, like I say it all the time, changed my life. I love it. I have been doing it every year in business. It always feels so good. So I really encourage you to set those goals as well. And and by all means, apply that to your personal life as well. If, if that works for you. I've actually never tried it, so I would love that. But um, but I've definitely done it in business, and it's, it's awesome. So I hope that this episode was really beneficial to you. If you haven't planned, if you haven't set your intention, your direction for 2021, please take some time to do so. It's You owe it to yourself, to say, what do I want? And I think it also gives us this, this confidence going into the year rather than, especially after the year we just concluded, this idea of feeling like, well, I have no control, right? I have no, none of it is up to me. These little things are up to you, right? I did not take my dream trip this year. And that's okay. That's not the worst thing that happened in 2020. But that was a goal of mine. That was an intention of mine. It was something that we had been planning for a very long time. It didn't happen. That's okay, right? But all this other awesome stuff did happen. More connection with my family. All the other places that we got to see. Business growth. That was completely unexpected. And so again, you're, you're setting these desires, you're proclaiming these desires, you're saying, I'm worthy of these desires, you're setting them as intention and goals for the year, and then you're focusing on what daily actions you can take, and that's where the real growth comes from. I hope that this episode really helped you reframe the way that you think about your goals as we head into the new year. And like I mentioned at the beginning, although this is an older episode, I released it at the beginning of 2021. The rules still apply. I am using this exact same thinking, this exact same framework to prepare for my year ahead, both in life and business. 
And to be honest, that is so much the mission behind Brand Mary, to be really intentional with how you are living your life, to set up your business in a very intentional way that allows you to still be there for your family and play and do the things that you love and to live your life intentionally so that you can have a thriving business, so that you feel rejuvenated when you are working and that the two can kind of coincide sustainably together. Speaking of the new year, speaking of all of these things, I've got a lot of really fun episodes coming down the pipeline for you. Starting with episode 29, our very final episode of the year coming out next Thursday. It's all it's going to be all about your five must-haves for a successful year in business. So this is going to really help you in actually implementing those intentions that you've thought about and help you with some areas of your life and your space and your environment that you might not think play such a vital role. So I hope you'll tune in next week for a brand new episode of the Brand Mary podcast. And if you haven't heard the news, you branded, my signature branding course is disappearing in just a few days. This is your final chance to get in and get full access to the self-study course to create a strong brand foundation in the new year. You can go to youbrandedcourse.com to learn more and get your hands on this course. It's helped hundreds of entrepreneurs brand themselves online, create a strong personal brand, and I'm excited to share it with you one final time. Go to youbrandedcourse.com to check it out, and I will be back next week for our final episode of 2022, all about five must-haves for a successful year.